Hey everybody, this is Scott. This is Brandon. And you're listening to the BST Podcast. How's it going, dude? It's going. Well, hopefully it's going good. I feel my age a little bit, but that's about it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, we don't want to put that out there too much. <laughs> when people think we're too old. Because, uh-huh. you know, it's both saying, uh, what is it? You should act your age. I don't want to act my age. I want to act half my age. It's like the song about Blink-182. What's my age again? What's my age again? 13 and a half. <laughs> Actually, we were at my kids, actually, kids' baseball practice yesterday and not helping coaching or anything like that and just sitting over there on the sideline. And, like, the baseball player in me wants so bad to go out there and just push these kids and work with them on every little thing. And I keep having to remind myself, I was like, of myself, I was not going to assist and coach this. <laughs> it's a hard thing to do. <laughs> Let's take the baseball player in a way that is very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, I may be blind, may be illegally blind, but despite that, I think I could uh, do a pretty solid job at coaching. Like, when it comes to all the fundamentals of footwork, batting, yeah. pitching, catching, fielding, like, I can teach all the fundamentals. I can show you how you move your feet. I can show you how you move your hips. All, I bet all you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know all about that. <laughs> just don't expect me, you know, I can teach all the fundamentals. Just don't expect me to catch a baseball. <laughs> I mean, I can do everything. I can throw it. I can show you how to do everything. Don't expect me to hit it or to catch it. Not anymore. If you can dodge a ball, you can dodge a wrench. <laughs> I don't know if I can dodge a wrench. <laughs> but anyways enough, enough with that me you know talking about what's my age again and feeling younger <laughs> have me thinking about that um but yeah you know the last few episodes we've kind of gotten into a couple different categories subjects we're coming off doing jfk and some of the crazy conspiracies so today i think we should go back to board of sports Considering there's quite a bit of sports going on here. In so Ohio. much. I mean, we got everything you know, local here in Louisville. We got the Louisville women who actually dominated Texas. Yeah, they did. Uh, <laughs> they dominated. 351, that's a, that's a nice win. <laughs> mm-hmm. Advanced to the Sweet 16, the third longest streak in women's college basketball. And one of these days, our men's will get back to that point. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, over the weekend, the Louisville men's team got some good news. We did get two additions. So, basically, last week, we had the addition of five-star, seven-foot-one center named Dennis Evans. I think a couple episodes ago, the last time we talked sports, I called him Dennis Allen. But that's <laughs> but, uh, the uh, New Orleans Saints coach. Look, dude. Yeah. You got to get, get these names right. You, you can't be... Maybe talk about sports and get names wrong. You know, it's like my hand. <laughs> yeah, it happens. You know, everybody makes mistakes. Oh, I definitely, I, I make a lot of mistakes with people's names. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we got seven for one center, and we also had a transfer who, the class of 2022, was a five-star former Kentucky commitment named Sky Clark, and he originally went to uh, Illinois. They transferred from Illinois over to us. And then we got, it was on Friday, we got a commitment from 2024, small forward Trent Flowers. And then during his commitment, 
he announced he was going to reclassify. So instead of being 2024 recruit, he is now going to be a 2023 recruit. Recruit. Tongue tied. Tongue tied. <laughs> he will be joining the squad this next season as a third five star recruit, Kevin recruit class. And speaking of that, I did notice the rankings for our recruiting class when it comes to all of the composite college basketball recruit class rankings. So our previous ranking was 29th. With those three five-star recruits, we have jumped our recruiting class ranking for next season all the way up to number seven. Oh, wow. That's a big jump. So we have now have a top 10 recruiting class in the first like full season for Coach Kenny Payne under or out from under the cloud of the NCAA IRP. So, yeah, like this past week, you know, all fans have been hoping for is give us a sign of hope. We want a sign of hope. This and is a start. This is one heck of a sign of hope right here. Talking about getting some talent. You know, we didn't get the That's wins fun. past season. We had a lot of transfers going out. One heck of a start. And we seem to be in the running for a number of really good recruits or transfer portal players. That's definitely something to keep an eye on. Considering and hopefully a lot more wins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes it don't matter what star players you get. If you don't win games with them, then it don't matter. If you don't matter. coach them right, then... I mean, the most thing is winning games. Yes. Ultimate goal is hopefully next year, everything get closer and closer to where we will be here in the next couple of years. And next year... I think a solid goal will be to hear our name called on the tournament. tournament. <laughs> yes, because it has been so lonely not being in the NCAA tournament the past few years. Being a top 10 program like Louisville, it's heartbreaking <laughs> and depressing, and it's almost becoming the norm, and we don't want to... Yeah, well, it's almost made me uh, want to root for another team for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But, but I would never turn my back on Louisville. Oh, no, no. Absolutely not. But if yeah. I did, you'd have to come slap me. Hmm. But things are moving in the right direction for the basketball program. The women's basketball team, like Freddie mentioned, they got a huge win and advanced to the Sweet 16. They will face, actually, number eight seed, Ole Miss. I believe it's Friday night, I believe. I had to double check. I believe it's Friday night, but it's like a late night game. But like, Louisville women have the third longest streak in the country when it comes to consecutive Sweet 16s, which they are now at six Sweet 16s in a row. So talking about an elite company, I mean, the third most, third longest active streak right now. That's really awesome. And let's see. The baseball team came off a weekend series win. Over Georgia Tech, they won two out of three. And um, I have to double-check their record. I want to say they're – correct me if I'm wrong. I believe they're 14-2 and two on the season. They are ranked number four in the country. So the baseball team is hopefully hitting a collision course with Omaha College World Series. And if you hear something in the background like jingle or anything, the cat's behind the monitor. <laughs> yeah, no idea why. Cray cray. Yeah, so you're talking about Louisville baseball, right? Yes. Yeah, we're number six in the country. Well, I know and in baseball they've got about 25 different polls. <laughs> yeah, but this one's like a, a 2023 standings right now. Well, uh, we, numbers. we go with the highest ranking. I think the highest ranking in any of the polls is number four, so we're going to say number four. We like that number better than six. But they're 17 and two. <laughs> See, even better than I thought. 17 and two, not 14 and two. <laughs> How dare me. But yeah, so got some positive things going here. Uh, Louisville with the athletic programs. So what we needed was basketball to get a turnaround. Actually, uh, today is the first day of football spring practice. So things hopefully we're going to. Get a little more exciting in that regard as well. And speaking of uh, football, we've got a big recruiting weekend this weekend. 
our five-star commit for 2024. The number is a top five player. I think his name is TJ Capers. Um, he's visiting again this weekend, and then he posted a tweet out there saying he's bringing some friends. And uh-huh. one of the friends is a five-star defensive tackle, one of the top defensive linemen in the entire country. Huh. So that's pretty awesome to see. On top of that, we've got a number of four-star recruits and might even be another five-star recruit. Two on me for uh, tracking down that possible or potential visitors list. But, you know, it's exciting times. Exciting times. Things are moving in the right direction. Basketball, getting some hope. Football, like spring practice. So hopefully we'll be able to make it out and check out a practice. I think they posted out there having six open practices to the public. Um, yeah, and then, you know, outside of Louisville, the big things going on right now is tiny, teensy, teeny weeny little thing called March Madness. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No, they do this. Never heard of it. They do this thing. They throw in like 68 teams and then, you know, they, they do this thing and it lasts all throughout March. And then, huh, I wonder where they got the next, it's a head scratcher. Where did they get that name? I don't know how they could have conjured up March Madness. I don't know. Mm. Maybe because it's madness. And so far through actually the first weekend, it has been a very March Madness-y weekend. Uh, I mean, uh, through the first weekend, and we've already lost two one seeds. Yep. And we even had a 16 seed win. Almost had a 16 seed advance to the that's back to back. She's, no, I'm thinking 15s. Never mind. Well, 15 seed uh, Princeton knocked off Arizona, and then they managed to uh, make it to the Sweet 16. So Princeton, um, yep. they are the lowest seed as a 15 seed. Um, you know, I know we have a uh, nine seed in Florida Atlantic. Um, no, Connecticut as four seed. There we are. Sweet, all right. Sweet, sweet 16. We're looking at number one seed Alabama will be taking on San Diego State as a five seed. We have six seed Creighton taking on, I previously mentioned, 15 seed. Princeton have nine seed Florida Atlantic taking on four seed C. For three seed Kansas State will be taking on seven seed Michigan State. We also have one seed Houston taking on number five seed Miami. We also have Xavier. They will be taking on Texas. And we have the likes of Arkansas. They knocked out Kansas. Taking on UConn. And then the last matchup will be three seed Gonzaga. Taking on number two seed UCLA. So that is your Sweet 16. Matchups for this next weekend. So, uh, a lot of good matchups. I'm going to be rooting the ever living heck out of. Uh, so, I've got Creighton, I believe, advancing to the Elite Eight in my bracket. <laughs> I'm going for Princeton, dang it. I'm going for Princeton. I mean, you got a 15 seed in the Sweet 16. Yeah, so far, 15 seeds hasn't made it past the Sweet 16. Princeton all the way, baby. Princeton all the way. wonder if they run that Princeton style off. They what? Say, I wonder if Princeton runs the Princeton style offense. <laughs> it would only make they sense. Might. 
they might imagine like a coach comes in and they want to you know we don't want to run the princeton style office anymore we want to run the uh harvard style office right higher <laughs> uh but yeah so quite a bit of upsets um you know as old fans hey you know what? Kentucky didn't make it past the second round, so no sweet sixteen for them. You know what? It just—it's a downtime for all area teams. All area teams. You know, it was a down year for us all. Nobody made it yeah. to sixteen. Indiana, Kentucky, Louisville. Yeah, nobody made it to the sweet sixteen. So it was just down all around. Well. We're going to talk it up to that. Yep. What's happened, happened, it will move forward. And hopefully next year is going to be everybody gets back on it. Um, I know Kentucky's got the number one fruit class next season. Um, and of course, Louisville's got the top 10 class as of right now. And we could even bring more in. Uh, we'll see. Well, speaking of Kentucky, too, I saw that um, somewhere saying that Calipari's uh, future is uh, in lingering still. Mm, the only thing with that was it, I can't remember, was it uh, in the past couple of years? Kentucky signed Calvin Perry to a lifetime contract. So, since they signed Calvin Perry to a lifetime contract, who knows? I, I don't know. I, I had to read the details of it, but... Yeah, I haven't really read the details myself. I mean, he's, I mean, that's also been talked about for years, too. And they were talking about that that this season where they uh, last year when they lost to St. Peter's or the no or the year before that the one where they the year before they, when they make it to the tournament where they had like their worst season ever in franchise history yeah uh, I think that was the year before when they went like nine and fifteen yeah but then he goes and. Has the number one recruiting class. Oh, recruiting class. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, hmm. But we'll see. We'll see. But, I mean, it's more exciting things to look forward to next year. And, you know, heck, we're only through the first weekend of March Madness. We still have Sweet 16 oh. and the Sweet 8 next week. Then we have the Final Four and the title game. I mean, we right. a couple more weeks of it. And, of course, for Louisville basketball, our season's been over for like three months. It feels like three months. I don't even think, don't even think our like season a, had a chance I mean, with how we did this year. And then here we are. First like, three games, like season's over. Yeah. And then here we are with uh, one week into the offseason for us. And we're right, like, number seven. When it comes to our recruiting class. So who knows? Yeah. Who really knows? I mean, people, you know, the fan base, uh, they want to believe in Kenny Payne. You know, I want to believe it. I want it to work out. So, well, this is hopefully, this, this year coming up is going to be the year he needs to prove that he's the right coach for this team. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully last year just turned out to be a bunch of bad apples that couldn't gel and this and that. It just never clicked. Obviously, we just four wins, but yeah, and it's in a team sport. Chemistry is the key. Mm-hmm. Got to have the right chemistry. You got to have the right leaders. And then uh, who knows what off the court issues? Yeah, going on. You know, I know you're comparing Kenny Payne's tenure to like Chris Mack era. Kenny Payne, he seems to. Keep a lot more things like hush hush. Mm-hmm. Hear a bunch of stuff leaking out like did last season. Even though we won more games, it was fights 
off the board. We win the game, and then again, people get like legit getting into a fight over like freaking Chick Fil A or something. Like, <laughs> right, fighting over the that last chicken nugget. I mean, <laughs> Chick Fil A's that was mine. Chick Fil A's good. Hey, you took my ranch. I ordered a ten piece. And you oh, gave me a four and a half. <laughs> I only ate nine. Where's my other chicken? <laughs> Don't touch my waffle fries. <laughs> my avocado ranch dressing. I will drop the people's elbow on you if you touch my Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> Stunner! <laughs> Off the top rope. Oh, he takes him out with the waffle fry. Oh, uh, what's wrong with us? Hmm... Probably got a few uh, screws loose, but it's all right. All right, so moving on. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, we somehow got detoured by Chick Fil A. Oh, we kind of started uh, local, talking about Louisville, and we talked a little bit about the NCAA tournament. Uh, so sticking in the world of sports, um, some other interesting things. Um, but we shift our focus uh, professionally because at the same time as March Madness and all this going on, we got free agency going on in the NFL. Oh yeah, I get all kinds. Let's see. There's almost been so many, it's kind of difficult to even keep track of everything. I mean, like you got Aaron Rodgers sitting there waiting to eventually sign or get traded to the uh, Jets. The Jets. Hey, you know what? If the Jets, if the Jets want them, they can have them. But, heck, he's not coming to uh, New Orleans, so I'm all right with that. Heck, actually, speaking of New Orleans, oh, so, uh, excited to see how this signing turns out where the Saints got more of a downhill running type of running back to complement Alvin Kamara and his receiving. Um, they signed from the Detroit Lions. Jamal Williams to a three-year deal, so pretty stoked about that. Uh, that's a pretty big pickup, considering he was the leading rusher in the main back for the most part for the Detroit Lions last year, and he was a big part in him finishing uh, really strong last season after a very, very rough start. Famous. Besides the Chiefs, I don't know of any team who finished their season off any hotter than the Lions. Yeah. I almost had to play that back. I mean, (laughs) did I just say that? You did. Finishing hotter than the Lions? You just said that. Oh, man. (laughs) Something's going going on with you, man. Oh, man. Going on with this world, but um, yeah. So I know we're still waiting on, you know, old Lamar Jackson and seeing what's going to go on there. Um, I know we've seen a couple things out there talking about uh, Lamar Jackson would be a solid fit in Indianapolis. Say that again? Oh, uh, I might must have cut out. Um, uh, sorry, totally just blank. But anyways, <laughs> I'm back. Um, I know I've seen a bunch of stuff out there. Um, where the Colts uh, seem to be very intrigued. 
Alabama. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was reading something today. Um, not many teams are looking to negotiate with Lamar because of that fr- that unexclusive franchise tag. Because, uh, of course, with that, Lamar can negotiate with other teams. Mm-hmm. But then the Ravens have five days to match that offer. Or if they don't match it, then whichever team's trying to get Lamar has to give up two first round draft picks. Right. I mean that that's not a big deal considering the talent that you're getting out of Lamar Jackson still, even with the uh injury issues from, you know, past season or two. Um but I mean, a, a lot of a lot of you know resources are pointing towards like if the Colts wanted to, they could probably get them. And the owner of the Colts, Jim Irsay, he's willing to pay the money. He's not he's not shying away from not not wanting to put you know get some talent at that quarterback position. I mean. I mean, you also remember Lamar Jackson's only like 26 years old. Right, he's still young. He's still got years. You feel like he's been playing for the past, you know, 10 years. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, you do have injuries, but who nowadays? Who doesn't? Everybody. I mean, yeah. every quarterback has concerns with injuries. I mean. Hey, just because he's a mobile quarterback, look at um, who the Raiders signed. They signed uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. You know what? He's right. pretty much all of last year. He's not really a running quarterback. Nope. So what? I don't get the hesitation for Lamar. I know he's a running quarterback, but I mean, heck, was it for the Bills? Josh Allen. He's you know that was some Nixon. I mean, I think everybody has. Yeah. And I think part oh. of what Lamar didn't play uh, last season after he went out was part of it was I think he probably could have maybe if he had a contract lined up as well. I mean, why risk it? Right. The only question mark I have with my Colts right now is why the heck they signed Gardner Minshew? <laughs> you haven't heard his name since he first got picked by the Chargers. Well, I remember him from being in Jacksonville. Was it Jacksonville? He, yeah, I believe he was, it was Jacksonville first. And then I think he... Maybe spend some time in Philly. I don't. Yeah, that's where the Colts got him from. Was from Philly. I got my teams mixed up, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, still, you haven't heard about Minshew and like big news in a while. Yeah. And then the Colts are like, "Oh, let's sign him." He's gonna take the partner Minshew. Watch him take us to the Super Bowl. Gardner Minshew is the starting quarterback for the Super Bowl champion Indianapolis Colts. Gardner Minshew. <laughs> that just kind of that just that kind of like when I saw that I was like, what the heck? It's like, why aren't we looking to find a franchise quarterback in a draft? But they're still they're still saying that. You know, they're still looking to make more QB moves. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's still a lot of time left to. As long as they're signing him not to be their top guy. I mean, bringing him in as a backup. Yeah, I mean, he's shown that he can play spot duty and, you know, hey, due to injuries, come in and manage the team. He showed that. So. Oh, after it dropped a big dump on him. 
Yeah, because one of the headlines, it says Colts 2023 free agent signings. Garner Minshew provides valuable QB insurance. So I'm guessing they're looking at him being maybe a backup. Yeah. So that's what I'm getting from that. Of course, the Colts traded a lot of a lot of players too. We uh, we gave uh, our one of our wide receivers, Paris Campbell. We sent him to the Giants, and we sent um, Stephon Gilmore to the Cowboys. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They also released uh, Matt Ryan already, so. Oh, that's that's not a big loss. That's not a bad thing. Oh, and we sent one of our linebackers, uh, Okereke. He went to the Giants, too. I think he got picked up out of free agency. I want to say. Let's see. Based on ESPN, let's see. I want to go through some of uh, the recent free agents signings. The Cowboys to deal with uh, Donald Jones. Um, let's see that Baker Mayfield got signed by the Buccaneers. So, oh, wow. I think the Buccaneers are looking you know, Baker to replace Tom Brady. Step right in. <laughs> Guns. <laughs> I mean, you know, who else do you have? More faith in to lead you to the promised land than Baker Mayfield. Man, yeah, my wife's my wife says if we ever have a son, she wants to nickname him Baker. I'm like, no. Well, you know, Scott, sometimes, you know, just throughout the day, I just find myself thinking, hmm, Baker Mayfield. And then I realize I'm sitting on the toilet. Exactly. You know, we you know, back 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 in the day, we uh over the years we substituted uh you know certain things for certain tactics, such as back in the day when uh Robert Griffin the third was the Browns quarterback. RG three Anytime we had to go use a restroom, it was. Gotta go take an RG3. Hey, I'll be right back. Gotta go take an RG3. <laughs> and then it turned into, hey, um, gotta go take a back and <laughs> but Now, I guess we gotta switch it out and, hey, um, gotta go drop it to Sean Watson. Right. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So, let's see. What other free agents? Mm. Oh, did you see that um, Cowboys acquired uh, Brandon Cooks from the Texans? Yes, I just saw that. I mean, talking about an underrated undervalued receiver uh, quick fan of him, not just for the fact that we both had the same first name. But he spells his with the I-N. I'm an O-N. So. Yep. But, um, see Juju Smith-Schuster? He's, uh, he signed with the Patriots for three years, $33 million. Oh. Well, being in New England, you know he you can, I can tell you now, his stats for next season. About 600 yards and about four touchdowns. That is your star wide receiver in New England. <laughs> I mean, it would be good for about 600 yards and about four touchdowns. I'm not going to go, you know, over state lines to put you know, any money down or anything like that, but I can do any sports betting than that, but it's very tempting. Let me read you this. You were talking about Baker Mayfield signing with the Buccaneers, right? Yeah. 
So this is on the ESPN app. Of course, the deal is for one year, $4 million, $8.5 million max value. Their grade for that is a C plus. It says, let's start by acknowledging that the Bucks didn't really have any great options. Having no quarterback and no money isn't a great place to be in the consequence of going all in with Tom Brady. It's fine. It's worth it. But here they are signing Mayfield, one of the least valuable players in the NFL last season. He finished last by some margin among qualifying quarterbacks with a 24.5 QBR. Long gone are the days of his reasonably efficient play when he was surrounded by talent in Cleveland. I would have rather taken a shot at Garner Minshew or Jacoby Brissett, who I think have at least some upside. (laughs) Wow. I would have been. uh, If that's not shredding someone apart, I don't know what is. Yeah. I mean, out of the three, give me Jacoby Brissett out of those three. (laughs) Yeah, we. The Colts had Jacoby Brissett for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's he, go with him. I just don't think I just don't think he would he struggled a lot with it because I, I just don't think he fit into that scheme for the Colts. He was a good quarterback. The Buccaneers, they got some weapons. I mean, you got Mike Evans, you got mm-hmm. uh Godwin, um, I know you still have Leonard Fournette. And you got some weapons there. Uh, who knows? I mean, but Baker Mayfield, I'll trust him to do anything with those weapons. He's just going to go out and drop a Baker Mayfield. Exactly. <laughs> drop a big old 23 QBR. Yeah, I just figured I'd, I'd throw that in there. Like, I just, I was reading that. I was like, golly. I was like, just to give you some perspective of what we're talking about with Baker Mayfield. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, the Colts did have a good sign with the defensive end, Samson Ebukam, E B U K A M, from uh, San Francisco. They signed him to three years, max value of $27 million. Hmm. Um, the Colts did sign uh, former Bills wide receiver Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah, yep. They just I saw that today. Yep. So that name does sound familiar. Um, let's see. The Chiefs. Well, resign. Um. Yeah. Since uh, Samson had five sacks for. The 49ers last season, a career high, but he has potential for more. He quietly recorded a 21% pass rush win rate at edge. That's not bad. We need some more people on that can come off the edge like that on defense. Mm-hmm. I said, which ranked 11th at the position. It was a breakout season for him, so there are no guarantees he'll keep up that level of play. But the Colts aren't paying too much here. That was a B-plus grade for signing him. Well, heck, um, was it uh, for the Chargers? Austin Eckler, their star running back, or yeah, Austin Eckler, he's mm-hmm. now seeking a trade. Yeah, yeah, so, oh, that's a big weapon that could potentially be out there. And then let's see, uh, Broncos signed a punter, nobody cares about them. <laughs> so when the Colts traded <clears throat> Stephon Gilmore to the Cowboys, all they got in return for that was a fifth round pick of the draft coming up. Yeah. Yeah, which didn't seem like much. I mean only a which fifth is, round it's, pick. It's the number pick number one seventy six. I don't know what we're going to do with that pick. But... Hmm. No, the Eagles have reached terms with former Saints safety Justin Evans on a one-year deal. Hmm. Hey, you remember talking about the Jets, uh, how Aaron Rodgers is going to be going to the Jets? Mm-hmm. So the Jets signed Alan Lazard. 
uh, uh, Green Bay's receivers. It says in the wake of Diana Rossini's report that Aaron Rodgers has provided his potential new team with a wish list of receivers, New York has signed one of the players on Rodgers' list. <laughs> and then, um, no, another player on his list of people that he wanted to join him was Randall Cobb as yeah. well. But where did he sign with? He signed somewhere else, though. That I'm not for sure. I think I'll come across it. But he did not sign with the Jets. So. No. Oh, um, former Patriots running back, um, Damian Harris agreed to a one-year deal with the Buffalo Bills. Oh, well, that's a solid uh, addition. Yep. Mm, let's see. The Browns signed a quarterback, Josh Dobbs, to a one-year deal. Trying to see if any other things of note. I know for the Cowboys, they released Ezekiel Elliott. Trying to think of any other big signings, big moves that are sticking out. But as of right now, um, the Texans are adding. Tight end Dalton Schultz from the Cowboys. And also, uh, okay, so the Texans signed Devin, um, Devin Singletary from the Bills, which opened up the Bills to sign Damian Harris, basically to fill in that. First full pass catching back at a okay. All right. Well that makes sense. Um Yeah. That's in any other big news. But that's okay. That's all right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think the biggest news out of all this stuff is the Bears trading the number one overall pick to the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Of course, they had to give up. They give up receiver DJ Moore, number nine pick, number sixty one pick, and a twenty twenty four first rounder and a twenty twenty five second rounder. Mm-hmm. So they kind of lost a little bit on that to get that number one overall pick because that graded the Panthers as a B minus where the Bears grade was a B plus. So I think I'm just excited to see where how everything shapes up once free agency is over. Oh I know yeah that's just, just that's, look, yeah. look back and be like all right obviously Aaron Rodgers went from Green Bay to New York. That's so how do you think Derek Carr is going to do with the Saints? Or do you think they're going to, he's going to take them somewhere? I think he's a solid quarterback, um, and we've had some weapons around him as long as the likes of Michael Thomas can stay healthy for a season. And then we've got uh, Olave on the outside as your deep threat, who he's got he's got some got got some goods. Obviously, we got Alvin Kamara who can line him up outside, line him up in the slot, line him up in the backfield. You can run a two-back set. Yeah. I mean, he can do everything. You add in Jamal Williams. I mean, I think he's got some uh, good, solid weapons around him as long as they stay healthy. Uh, I know defensive-wise, we still got Cam Jordan. He's the also the defense. and you know, past few years, we've been more of a defensive first team, surprisingly, after Drew Brees. Um, so, you know, I think 
far as upgrade, he's younger, and I think he's got a better arm um, than the likes of Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston. Uh, he's not coming off of any big injuries like Winston is, who's lost mobility. Uh, but actually, the Saints did re-sign Jameis Winston. I think they restructured his contract. Um, yeah. But he will be back. So, I think Andy Dalton signed somewhere else. I think Andy Dalton signed with Panthers, I think is what it was. Um, yeah. So, and guess who? I think it's a backup. And I want to say um, Indianapolis uh, former coach, uh, Frank Reich, I think he's coaching Panthers now. Hmm. Not gonna lie. Don't really follow Carolina too 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 close. Ever besides knowing that they traded Christian McCaffrey last year. <laughs> and then he the uh, 49ers carried their four string quarterback to the conference finals. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's most of everything I can think of um, when it comes to Harden, free agents, uh, some of the moves in the NFL. Uh, yeah, Frank Reich is the yeah, head coach for the Panthers now. Uh, okay. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, everything going on and even more is going to go on by this time next week. You know, we'll be come back on next week to uh, probably discuss, you know, week 16, maybe some updates, see how Louisville Carter football is looking after the, yeah. the spring practice. Maybe there's more basketball moves, you know. When is that spring, that, that spring game? Spring game, um, I have to look at the date of when Thunder over Louisville is. Oh, okay. That's the next month. Okay. Because they wanted to make it just a big Probably, more likely, I could see how they have it set up to where have a big recruiting weekend that weekend. Yeah. They're in town Friday for the... And have them stay for Thunder over Louisville. And then for the spring game, we get a chance to see a little bit of what we got. So... Heck, I'm excited. Oh, yeah. I mean, with everything going on, and it's sports, sports, and some more sports. So, I wish a little basketball was to blame, but, you know, it is what it is. There's always next year. Yep. That's that's the key. Move on and learn from your mistakes. Yep. So, if you don't got anything else on there, we'll wrap it up. Um, you, uh, oh, I think I said... I think I've said everything I wanted to cover. All right. Well, make sure to check out all of our socials. Um, uh, put our link tree link in the description, um, which that will take us take it to the page where we'll name all of our links onto our email, which our email is the bstpod at gmail.com. Uh, make sure to send us an email with questions comments, concerns, whether it's sports-related, whether it involves maybe a potential like conspiracy that you would like us to go over, talk about, cover. You got some spooky, uh, unexplained stories that you would like to tell us, email them to us. Uh, we would love to talk about them. On the pod, I just love to hear our listeners' feedback. Absolutely, absolutely. Because whether it's good feedback, bad feedback, any feedback is good because then we know where do we need to improve on, what do we do well, and, and how to direct each episode going from here on out. Mm-hmm. So you know, over the next few weeks. Um, a lot of sports are going on right now, and we've got some other things besides sports episodes. Um, you know, we've got 
other topics we're going to get into. Um, so, you know, we'll keep y'all updated on the socials. Um, DM us or reach out to us on Instagram. It's the underscore BST underscore podcast. Um, you can reach us on Twitter as well. Make sure you go over there, give us a follow um, at the underscore BST underscore podcast. Um, check us out on Facebook at the BST podcast. Join our uh, Facebook group, uh, the BST podcast discussion group. Um, and we will be, once we get those YouTube cameras, you know, someday uh, we'll get them going on YouTube. We're still in the process of getting a new website uh, created and all that fun stuff. We're just trying to get some things straight now. Um, and then I know we've been, we've been talking about it, but you know, takes, takes some time uh, getting a Patreon going. Getting the Patreon going. Um, well, sure to get that out there to everybody once we get that up and up and going. And um, and actually, if anybody has any information or is a little more familiar with the likes of Patreon, make sure you know, reach out to podcast, reach out to Scott or myself. Um, be nice to kind of that's questions off you to uh get that up and going so um i think if there's any other of the good stuff to get to mm. i don't think so i think that's pretty much about it uh, you got anything else mr scott nope just hope everyone enjoys the rest of their day and uh, enjoy this episode and just God bless. Alright, well, and I think I'm good for now. So, I appreciate uh, listening. Make sure to give us a view on any platform uh, you listen to podcasts, you know, go out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Music or Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, whatever. Check us out, give us a rating and review, and hope everybody has a fantastic week. This has been the BST Podcast. Signing out. We'll see y'all next time. Later.